Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you tuning in. Before we uh, meet today's guest, we do want to give a, a shout out to our partners, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, a global community of women in high school sports, We Coach, and the Florida Coaches Coalition. You've heard me say many times, these are four great organizations. You should really add them to your network. And now, please don't hit that fast forward button. I'm watching you. Uh, stay with us for the next three minutes. We want to give a shout out to our sponsors. These are companies that I used as an athletic director. I think you should be using them too. Here we go. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper is the exclusive and official high school social media graphic solution for us. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class content for your school's social media channel. Your students are on social media, and if you're not, you're really missing out on a great opportunity to promote your teams and celebrate your athletes. Go to Gipper.com, mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. That's Gipper.com. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website, check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to showcase your school record boards, your school's Hall of Fame, or simply showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com, mention the podcast, they'll give you a nice discount too. Vital Signs Wall of Fame. We'd like to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I don't think I need to say anything more. Hometown Ticketing is digital ticketing that offers more, more support, more security, more customization. Hometown Ticketing is here to help you make the best solution in online ticketing. Hometownticketing.com. We'd also like to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Schedule a live web demo. See their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Their products not only generate income for your department, they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. We'd like to thank Huddle for their support. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids up to their highest level. Go to huddle.com. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Snap Raise. Are you tired of spending hours and days and weeks with a fundraiser that gives you little, if any, return on investment? Go to snapraise.com slash EDAD. It's hands down the best online fundraiser out there. We used it at my school with tremendous success. It flat out works. And they even have a program where they'll give you your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you do your job better. That's snapraise.com. We want to say thanks to Home Campus, the official uh, high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, uh, facility management, student-athlete eligibility and clearance, and a whole lot more. As an AD, I used high school or home campus every single day, and it was just great. To get started, all you have to do 
is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. And we'd like to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the people that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys can connect you with that small group, but it also connects you with the 98% of your parents and student athletes that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with a frustrated parent or a frustrated student athlete or your principal or even your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we're going to Louisiana today, and our guest is Dr. Jamira Mitchell. She's got an incredible um, athletic background. Uh, she is an NIL uh, educator. Uh, she's a high school educator in the virtual setting, also hosts her very own popular uh, podcast uh, called the uh, NIL Podcast, or the NIL Spot, excuse me. Um, Dr. Mitchell, welcome to my podcast, The Educational AD. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, excited to have you on your own right. And as you know, NIL is, is certainly kind of taken over the discussion uh, at both the high school and the college level these last couple of years. We're going to talk about that later. But right now, uh, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio where you were born, where you grew up, uh, maybe take us up through your own high school and college years. I'm sure those are very exciting. Uh, and then we'll take a quick break and uh, find out more about your career. But what is the Jamira Mitchell origin story? All right. So um, I am from a little town called uh, Baldwin, Louisiana. I was born in Franklin, which is seven miles away. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but um, I I was more of the 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 statistician aspect of sports so i've never played sports but i know everything about sports because my dad was uh, the local uh, sports director for our newspaper for like i think about 40 years and so he was also an educator so we were always on the same schedule so we would of course dad would teach during the day he'd come and pick me up and then after that, we would go and, and see what happened at the, the local high school, who was playing and all of that. So I've always been around sports. And then I decided that I kind of like this. So I decided to um, actually get into entertainment. I went to Dillard University and obtained my bachelor's in music business management. Well, I graduated in 2010, and in 2008, of course, was the major recession. And so at the time, I was like, okay, I'm too far into this degree. So I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this degree. Worked for a little while um, at a homeless shelter, well, at a women, a battered women's shelter. And then I decided I'm going to move to New York and pursue my uh, master's in sports business because I was still had the sports in me. 
and um, worked in sports business for a while. And then I was like, okay, I, I need to understand the mindset of student athletes and see why, you know, they're having the issues that they're having as far as the mindset of, oh, coach is going to take care of it, or this one is going to take care of it, that one is going to take care of it. So then I, I pivoted again. And I became an educator. And so uh, while educating, I saw that it was so unfortunate that, you know, they still had the mindset that coach is going to take care of them. And I'm like, you know, coach can only take care of you for so long. So I then um, pursued my PhD in education with a concentration in sports business management. And my dissertation was definitely uh, it was centered around the academic support that high school students receive from their high school counselors, only to find out that the high school counselors really didn't know how to actually counsel the student athlete because they were only taught that you look at the student athlete as a student. So, I, and then during that time, um, I'm a career and technical education teacher. So I have the flexibility to include a lot of the fun topics as branding, uh, such as PR. And this was well before NIL was thought of. And now that NIL came along, I was like, I think I could do this. And so that is how the NIL Spot podcast started because as we know in business, people do business with those that they know they like and they trust. And so now we are building the, the, the knowing part from an educational standpoint so that they can hear about it. And then hopefully they can take some of the, the gems that we drop on the podcast into their everyday world. Yeah, great stuff. And, and we're going to take a deeper dive into, you know, the podcast and, and all things NIL later on. Let's talk more about you. Um, you know, you mentioned that you, you know, were not, uh, you were not a student athlete, let's say growing up, but you had that love of sports. You had that exposure to sports, you know, through your father and his position. Um, the many athletic directors um, have come out of a similar background. They didn't really play on teams, but they worked as a manager, as a statistician, et cetera. They did the same thing. They volunteered, um, with sports teams when they got to college and the experiences that, you know, that you received and they received are again, among some of the more important ones uh, and some of the things that just can't be taught in say an undergraduate or graduate program on athletic administration. And don't get me wrong. Those programs are great, but it's those hands-on experiences that really raise in our case an athletic director's iq can you look back to those days uh i know you're much younger than i am uh can you look back to those days in high school uh and think of some situations that you know you were exposed to uh in your role in athletics that at the time might not have meant that much but now working with student athletes and looking back you can say hey that was an important moment uh, anything stick out for you? Yes, there are quite a few things that stick out to me, but um, having the ability to actually be on the sidelines while the coaches were coaching. So my dad, of course, is a, she, he's a girl dad all around. So uh, when, <laughs> when the bad language happened, you know, the, because of the excitement and all of that, he's like, uh -uh, move out of the way, move out. Of the and I'm like, dad, I'm okay. I got this. <laughs> when, when, 
our, our, when we're on the sidelines and, and we see that the play is moving, he's like, move. I was like, daddy, I can move too. But I, I will tell you that the, the ability to actually be able to hear my dad call out the stats, but I already had it written down. And so like now my, because I know pretty much just about every game that there is, I can take that and actually help my students. And I'm, and I can talk to them about football. We can talk about basketball. We can talk about baseball. And I didn't think of it at the time, but it, it's truly a gift that not everyone has. And I think that is how I differentiate myself because I can talk stats with them. I'm like, and and as soon as, you know, they show me a huddle or as soon as they show me their highlight reels, I'm like, but did you see that you missed this one, but you got, and, and so I think that is the, the conversational aspect that I, I truly enjoy. And I'm so glad that I was able to, to learn it at such an early age. Oh, no, absolutely. And again, I ask that question frequently, and I always love to hear the answers uh, about, okay, what was meaningful back in your day? So I uh, appreciate you sharing that. That's very cool. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Dr. Jamira Mitchell. Uh, she's an educator. Uh, she's an NIL guru. She hosts her own podcast. And uh, we're going to hear more, but let's take our first break. Uh, we're coming back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Gipper for their support of the podcast. Gipper's the official social media graphics solution for us. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Your students and your parents are online. And if you're not celebrating your athletes and promoting your teams on social media, you're missing a great opportunity. Gipper's used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. It's professional graphic design made simple. In fact, it's so simple, even I can use it. Go to gipper.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. They'll give you a nice discount. That's gipper.com. We also want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to their website and check out their interactive touchscreen consoles. That's right, touchscreen. It's a great way to showcase your school record boards, uh, maybe your school's Hall of Fame, or simply share your school's diverse history and your proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Tell them you heard about it on the podcast. Guess what? They'll give you a nice discount too. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Dr. Jamira Mitchell. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, you, you've got, uh, I, don't, I don't know if I should say unique, but you have a very interesting um, position as an educator. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about how you kind of created that and some of the things that you do, maybe that are unique with your students? Sure. So I currently teach at a virtual K-12 school in Louisiana, and I teach career and technical education. So a little bit about career and technical education. It is uh, 
it's pretty much for, for students who have a drive to move from high school to careers, but it's also for um, those students who are looking to move from high school to career to four-year college universities. So within my school, which I've been there for three years, I was able to uh, introduce our students to esports because of course, being in a virtual setting, many students don't have the opportunity to have that social life. So, you know, we worked with uh, esports and within esports took some of the career and technical aspects of learning about branding, learning about shoutcasting, because a lot of our kids, you know, they don't want to actually be the players, but they actually want to be the announcers. And we also have um, our uh, kids are able to serve as managers and to uh, be the the coaches for certain teams. So we were able to take all of that and, and build an ecosystem. And then also uh, before I moved into the virtual setting while in brick and mortar, I worked with my student athletes. I worked with my students and we did March Madness where they had to put together their own promotion where they actually built their brackets and, and you know, had fun with it. So I take my love for sports and kind of use it with my kids, but we we work through it together. And even for the students that are not into sports, but they love the fact of promotion. They love the fact of social media. So like I, I also teach now social media and my students are, are working to see how they can rebrand designs are, uh, I'm just going to say it, they love their Taylor Swift. So we 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 rebranded her, um, her Instagram uh, feed. So it's, it's just fun. And, and I think that is why I love the flexibility in my classes, because I can take my love for certain topics and then find out my students love for certain topics. And then we mesh it together. So like we're really on to, you know, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So it's the best of both worlds. So I get to play football with my boys and, and some of my girls that like football. And then I get to get play a Swifty with, you know, my, my girls and, and some of my boys that like Taylor Swift. So it's the best of both worlds. Uh, it, it sounds really, really cool. Um, how has this program and some of the things that you have introduced to it, um, how has it been received like within the school, within the community? Uh, are, are you getting some good uh, feedback on it? Well, <laughs> it is, it's, it's interesting. We are a work in progress. We are, you know, building the growth mindset. There has been a lot of fixed mindset. So we're like moving into growth mindset. And it's, it's also, you know, a, a little bit, a lot for our kids too, because when they think of social media, they're thinking about just scrolling. And then I teach them about the business of social media. So right now they're building their own social media agency. So we're looking at how they can go out and find a, a client but before we find that client a target audience so we work through it and and the community i think is is now being receptive of it no well that's good and i i love how you put it uh that it is a work in progress and that you know uh no no matter how successful we are you know we always want to be a little bit try to get a little bit better you know very cool um let's go ahead and uh, shift gears a little bit um i i think i want to talk about um, your podcast, and then we're going to take a break 
and then talk about NIL separately. And of course, you know, we it, they're going to be related, but why did you start a podcast? Why NIL and how is it going? So the why, <laughs> I, of course, I love sports. I love all things sports. I love all things sports and education with emphasis on education. And so I was you know, I had this mindset. I was like, I want everyone to know about being able to be that athlete, be that student. And it was like, it was just falling on deaf ears. It was the mind, like I said earlier, the mindset of, oh, coach is going to take care of it. And when I was in brick and mortar at the time, it was like, Ms. Mitchell, don't worry about it. Coach said he got me. And so I was like, I, I just, I just don't feel like I'm getting through. So a friend said, well, since she talks so much, start a podcast. And so <laughs> that is how <laughs> the NIL Spot podcast began. And in my mind, the NIL Spot is a landing place. And it is a landing place for all things educational, not just for the student athlete, but also for the parent, also for the brand, and also for the coaches. So that is how the NIL Spot podcast began. Very cool. Now, uh, you and I were talking off air. Um, what are some of the things that you talk about? Who have been some of your guests? And if one of our listeners wants to reach out and add it to their listen list, you know, how do they find it? So sure. Um, actually, recently we just um, released our second episode, and I'm sorry, our second season. And the first episode uh, was with uh, Mr. Jaden Smith and uh, Jaden is currently, and I'm sure if you guys have been following NIL, Jaden currently is a um, he is a baseball player at Xavier University in New Orleans. And so you're probably thinking, where is that? What is that? Well, it is a small, um, historically black college and university. It's private. And he was able to land a five-figure deal with Mathnasium. So it was um, great to begin uh, the second season with such a bang. And um, if you want to listen, we are on all um, platforms. Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, anything you can think of. Of course, the Apple and the Google Play, but it's under the NIL Spot podcast. Very cool. And if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and add you to their network, and listeners, I think you got a pretty good uh, resource here. How can they get a hold of you? Sure. So I am all things Instagram. Go figure, right? So you can follow me at the NIL Spot Podcast. And I'm definitely all things LinkedIn. You can follow me at Jamara Mitchell, comma, PhD. Okay. Well, um, we'll give that out again uh, at the end of the podcast. Uh, for listeners, we're visiting with Dr. Jamira Mitchell, educator, podcast host, uh, leader in the world of NIL. Let's take another quick break, but we are coming back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We'd also like to say thank you to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I don't think I need to say anything more, but I'm going to. Go to hometownticketing.com. Their team will show you how to set up and sell tickets for your events, not just athletic events, but things like uh, school plays, concerts, dances, even graduation. And here's the best part. Every account, gets assigned a dedicated client success manager that's going to provide you hands-on support every step of the way. That's every step of the way. 
Go to hometownticketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more. We'd also like to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and check out uh, their products and then schedule a live web demo and see their scoreboards and their score tables in action. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. And we'd like to thank Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that helped them coach our kids up to the highest level. Go to huddle.com and join the 8 million users Turn your school into a huddle school. That's huddle.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Once again, our guest is Dr. Jemira Mitchell. Uh, she's an educator. Uh, she's a uh, podcast host, and uh, she talks about NIL. Uh, Dr. Mitchell, NIL has been around now for a few years at the college level. It's already trickling down to the high school level. Um, various states have enacted policies and things like that. But what are your thoughts? Uh, you're the host of the NIL Spot podcast. You know, what do you <laughs> think about NIL? So I am pro NIL. Uh, I have definitely been pro paying athletes uh, for a while. And I think that if done correctly and if um, made sure the that every student athlete gets the opportunity to be able to be paid I'm definitely down for you know there has been a, a lot and I think even you know when I was studying it back in 2008 2009 with the thought of paying student athletes to to play I thought about it from the standpoint of can every student athlete afford a pizza after the game and so, you know, that was the biggest thing. Like kids were were leaving it all on the field or leaving it all on the court. And yet they came home to an empty refrigerator. So I'm definitely a, about the whole NIL. And I'm, I'm actually for it on the high school level, but more, I think from an educator standpoint. So I want to make sure that you understand the foundation. I want to make sure you understand the terminology when we talk about, you know, you possibly going into a meeting and the company asking you, okay, so we give you this money. How are we going to get our ROI? Like, I want you to know that ROI is return on investment. That, those are the things that I think that we should be talking about on the high school level and maybe doing smaller lower scale deals so that everyone can maybe get a slice of pizza but you know for the fact of student athletes and having the opportunity I'm definitely down for and and I love the opportunity but I really wish that we can start it on the high school level where we are explaining and teaching more about NIL so that when they do get into the bigger and and on bigger levels and well higher levels and, and bigger offices, they'll be prepared. Yeah, I, I appreciate you sharing that. And again, from 
uh, as a fan of college sports, you know, I, I have no problem patting myself on the back and saying, yes, our college student athletes in all sports, you know, the big ones, you know, the, you know, ones that don't get all the media attention, you know, they should, there should be some funding so they can get that slice of pizza. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you were the same way. I was a poor college student. Okay. Uh, and I wasn't even on full scholarship. I am a poor professional, so yeah. I understand. <laughs> so, um, yeah, um, we should, we should find better ways, uh, to compensate, um, you know, our college student athletes. Um, I, I'm not, again, I'm just not a fan of, of the, I guess I'm too old. Uh, I'm just not a fan of, you know, the, the million dollar or even, you know, thousand dollar uh, deals. Um, and, and maybe I'm just that cranky old guy, you know, get off my porch um, for, for high school. You and I talked about this off camera um, for the number of high school student athletes. And I know there have been some that have had significant NIL deals, but for the, the overall percentage that are, are going to have these, uh, I really think it, it's a lot of fuss by state associations and by people like me, high school athletic directors. Uh, it, it's it's just not worth it. You know, so many of our kids, the vast majority are never going to see this type of money. Um, what's your rebuttal to that? Or or do you agree with me? <laughs> so so I, I agree and I disagree. So I agree from, from the, the aspect of many college student athletes won't see those type of deals but i think more of from the high school level as i continue to say it's more of educating so if we can have it to where our student athletes are not finding themselves in situations where you know maybe they're coming from a single parent household and they're doing illegal activity because they want to make sure that mom, you know, the, the money that she's making can still keep the lights on. So they're finding themselves, unfortunately, in situations that they shouldn't be in because of where they are. So I think that it's possible, but the reality of it is it's not for everyone. So I think that I think that's the issue that we're having as to making sure that we, if even if we give them a small stipend. 10, 15 bucks, but it, it doesn't, you know, mean that they have to do illegal things to be able to possibly help mom in a situation that they shouldn't be in even in the way. Right. No. And again, I, I certainly see that. And I love to hear the stories of, I think one that sticks out for me and I can't remember what the university was. Maybe it's good that I can't remember it, but it was um, uh, a young lady who is a college athlete uh, and she on her own, but also working with the school's uh, NIL and compliance officers had arranged like a dozen uh, different NIL deals all, you know, locally in her college town uh, where, you know, she was making, you know, a, a nice chunk of money, uh, but it wasn't the, uh, and this was in a, a university town where, you know, they had a pretty, uh, well-known football team and uh, women's basketball team. But here was this, uh, uh, she was a swimmer uh, and she had created this NIL, um, you know, system for her. So I, I like to hear those stories, but Hey, who cares what I think? Okay? <laughs> and me too. <laughs> yeah. um, 
For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Dr. Jamira Mitchell. She's an educator. She's a podcast host, and she's you know one of uh, the many NIL gurus out there. Um, we're going to take another break, but we are going to come back with some more. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our friends at Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the company. I want you to go to snapraise.com. Uh, SnapRaise is their fundraising platform. And if, if you're an AD, you probably spent, you know, hours and days and weeks with various fundraisers that provide little, if any, return on your investment. I'm telling you right now, you need to go to snapraise.com slash EDAD. It's hands down the best online fundraiser out there. Um, our coaches loved it. Our parents loved it. And what's most important, it works. Uh, they even have a program where they will give you your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Uh, they also have several other platforms like Snap Manage, Snap Connect, Snap Store that are all designed to help you do your job better. So go to snapraise.com. You're automatically entered into a $1,500 drawing for your next SnapRaise fundraiser. That's snapraise.com. Check it out today. We also want to say thanks to our friends at Home Campus. Home Campus is the official high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for things like scheduling, facility management, uh, student-athlete eligibility and clearance forms, and a whole lot more. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and it was just fantastic, and you're going to love it too. To get started, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Jamira, one of the things that we try to do with this podcast is the idea of sharing best practices. So once again, I'm going to put you on the spot. Um, <laughs> you know, you've had a, a lot of different experiences within the world of athletics. You dealt with a lot of different people and organizations. What are a couple of things, or one, that you would consider a best practice that you can share with our listeners? I think it's just simple. Treat people the way you want to be treated. There are so many moving parts that sometimes people can get lost in the shuffle. And you don't want to make a person feel as though the the work that they contribute is minute because you don't know who's doing what. And as long as you make sure that everyone on your team feels like an active team member and someone that can be a starter, I'm sorry, I'm using all of these analogies, and, but you you want every person on the team to feel like they are a starter. And I think the, the other aspect is find everyone's stroke of genius. You never know who is doing what. You never know who is strong at what. So if you sit your team down and you say, I know I am not as strong in topic A, but who likes this? And then that also makes every person on the team feel like a starter. So I think treat people like you want to be treated and finding everyone's stroke of genius or those, those two principles that I live by. Uh, I, I love that. Uh, and again, you know, it's treating people the right way. It's what you should do, but it also pays such huge dividends 
you know, coming back to you. Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot again. Can you think <laughs> of an example where that happened to you and how it made you feel as you went about the rest of your day or that week? Oh, yes, definitely. So when I was in brick and mortar, I had a my my lead teacher and she she drilled me over and over again. But I loved it because every time she told me, hey, she was like, Miss Mitchell, you I will suggest that you get this credential or I will suggest that you do this or implement this into your classroom. And what she did is she didn't understand that the foundation was there, but she was just building it. And she literally has made me into the, the great educator that I am, the, the person that is not afraid to take risk, especially in education, whereas it would help my students and, and build them up as well. And she was like, this is what you need to do. This is how we're going to get there. And she laid out the plan and it's been working ever since. So if I can, I will definitely shout out Dr. Wilkerson. Well, again, I'd love to hear those stories. Um, and uh, hopefully that continues to happen in your life and, and in uh, you know your business as well. Jemire, this has been really cool spending some time with you, get to know you a little bit, uh, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you're not an athletic director, but you certainly know your way around the world of athletics. So we're going to take our final break here from uh, Athletic Surveys, who sponsor this segment. When we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So let's take that final break. And when we return, we're going to see what Dr. Jamira Mitchell puts into her new athletic director toolbox. We want to thank athletic surveys for sponsoring the AD toolbox segment. You know, athletic directors get a lot of feedback and a lot of times it's from the squeaky wheels, you know, a frustrated parent uh, or a struggling student athlete. And we need to hear back from them, but we also need to hear back from the 98% of our parents and student athletes that support our programs. And that's where Athletic Surveys comes in. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. They're going to connect you with that frustrated parent or athlete, but they are also going to connect you with the 98% that supports your program. And that information's particularly valuable when you're talking with that parent or that student athlete or your principal or your school board, go to athleticsurveys.com. Like I said, they'll create a custom survey that'll let you connect with your parents and your student athletes. Athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Dr. Jamira Mitchell. She's an educator. She's a leader. She's a podcast host. And right now, I'm going to challenge her to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job. But I'm only going to let her put three items in that toolbox. So, Dr. Mitchell, what three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? All right. So the first one is, of course, educate your student athletes. 
but not only educating the student athletes, but educating the parents, because sometimes you never know, but many of the student athletes may be first generation college students. So you want to make sure that you never take for granted that the student athletes and the parents know maybe basic skills or, or basic ideas or topics that um, that you expect them to know, but they just may not know. So the second thing is to make sure you're always best friends with compliance. Now that we're entering into the NIL world, you want to make sure that your student athlete is um, eligible academically and eligible within the NIL and the deals that they are creating. And finally, you always want to make sure that you have a, a brand that you would like to promote. And so you, you should have at least three different brands within this umbrella of brands. So the first one is, of course, the brand that you have for the school. Uh, well, the first one is, of course, your personal brand. Then you look at the brand that you have for the school. And then you look at the brand that you have for the actual athletic department. So once you put all of those brands together and once you make sure that you educate the student athlete and then of course compliance, you are set and on your way to go. Oh, and then you can also educate them using the NIL Spot podcast as well. <laughs> oh, ab absolutely. You definitely <laughs> want to have uh, your podcast in there. Thanks uh, so much for sharing. You probably saw me scribbling those down. Uh, one more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out and connect with you, maybe add you to their network or Take a listen to your podcast. How do they do that? So the podcast, as stated before, is on any and every platform from Google to Apple to iHeartRadio, Spotify. It is listed as the NIL Spot Podcast. You can also catch us on um, Instagram at the NIL Spot Podcast. We are now on YouTube, the NIL Spot Podcast. And you can reach out to me personally on LinkedIn, Jamira Mitchell, comma, PhD. Okay. Dr. Jamira Mitchell, thanks so much for sharing with our listeners today and all the best moving forward with, you know, the virtual ed and with your uh, podcast. Thank you so much. For our listeners, um, we do this just about every day. And of course, we appreciate you listening. Uh, you also know that we upload our Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, come back next time for another great interview. And if uh, you'd like to be a guest, reach out to me at jakestouchdown on gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Educational AD Podcast. <laughs>